Welcome to the Rebel Fitness Podcast, episode number 19. It is Tuesday, November 17th, and it's 11.29 a.m. I'm Robbie. I'm Cindy. And today we're going to be talking about judgment. I have come to judge thee. Actually, we're talking about just the exact opposite of that. Is that you have not come to judge thee. I have not come to judge thee. <laughs> okay, so why do we decide on this topic? Um, it was sort of a follow-up of several things we've been talking about recently, but most importantly was the question that you asked, is there ever a way to stop feeling guilty about things you've been taught to feel guilty about, but that you really don't think you have any reason to feel guilty? And my response was, as long as you keep judging other people as guilty for anything, you're always going to be judging, being feeling guilty yourself. So that is actually an interesting thing because I discovered, so like the big theme in my life has been being afraid of what other people think about what I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. That's a big theme. And I always thought that if I stopped judging other people, then I would stop being afraid of being judged. But I think it works both ways. Because as soon as I stop being afraid of being judged, I stop judging other people. Because it gave me permission to live my own life and be like, oh, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And I'm going to afford my, or I'm going to give myself that, uh, I'm going to give myself permission to live the way that I want to (laughs) live. I just threw some tissues across the room. I give myself permission to the live the way I want to live and therefore other people have the permission to live the way they want to live without any input from me yeah and I think that's that's been a big goal of mine for a while and and it it's actually the very first podcast we had was on forgiveness and and I think they go hand in hand Um, the ability to forgive people and not be their judge is the most freeing of all things you can do. Like it really, really, really allows you to to give up resentment of any kind. Um, we need to stop because we got bells going off. So we started talking in the first episode about forgiveness, um, mostly because it's a it's a big goal of mine is to be more forgiving and treat everyone regardless of how they behave with love and kindness because you know the world has shown us that being angry or resentful or judging or condemning or criticizing in a negative way really doesn't change anything Um, it just makes matters worse it just piles one one awful thing on top of another So to free myself of all the guilt that I, that I put on myself, I have to first forgive everybody else. Um, And, and that can be religious or not religious. I mean, I I obviously was taught that as, as a, as a child in Sunday school and church that I'm not supposed to judge anybody and I am supposed to be forgiving. Well, let's stop. What, what do you, what, what are we defining judging as and judgment? I think it is the decision that you make of whether something that someone else does or says is right or wrong. Okay, but we do that all the time. I know. So what are you separate? So like if somebody kills somebody, are you going to judge that as not wrong? Um, of course, you would go right to the most extreme of, at the beginning, but I, I think that's right. I, I think it's something that I do not want to happen. Whether... Whether it was the right or wrong thing, I, 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 will, I will say I've come to the point now where I don't know what's right and what's wrong. Um, I think, I, I still think it's a bad... Let me I, help no, you yeah, out Help here. me out here. Because <laughs> I, I know what you're trying to get at, and I think it's this. It's that you get to choose what you want in your life. Okay, so if somebody kills somebody, you don't have to say that it's a good thing or a neutral thing or a bad thing. You just get to make the decision of, I don't want that in my life. I don't want you to do that. I'm going to then make a decision on my actions after that. But you take out the attitude about it. 
you know, like the personal personal like vendetta you feel like the person well, had and the you. and the decision when you when when you say okay someone kills someone that's a that's a bad thing that does not make that human being an evil person beyond redemption beyond learning anything beyond love and kindness in fact well, i heard something interesting okay. yesterday okay there was a vietnam war veteran in fact, my cousin Danny posted this on Facebook. There was a Vietnam War veteran who was talking about the first time he killed somebody. And they asked him, said, do you think killing's ever justified? And he, he, he started to say, like, it's not that they didn't, don't deserve to live. And he, he backed up and was like, well, it's not that they didn't deserve to be born. But at some point, you have to say enough's enough for one person. And then he feel like killing is justified. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, um, yeah, I, I, I think that in this day and age, we should have come to some other way of resolving conflicts besides shooting each other or one person making the decision that somebody else needs to die. I, unfortunately, I think there are so many things gone awry, not the least of which is that we're not eating well, so we're not getting the proper nutrients and amino acids to our brains so we can think clearly. Um, and many uh, social ills sort of just build on each other, but somewhere it has to stop. See, I, I think it's, I think that person is quite justified in their belief based on where they are in their lives, what happened in their lives and, and how they've been raised and what they've been exposed to. I happen to disagree that it is not a human being's decision well, that's what that was his next thing was like, who gets to decide? That? Yeah, I don't think any human being has truly the right to say, like, it's their job to say, you do not deserve to well, live any longer. That's true. But I mean, like, fundamentally, it's still his personal decision. Yes. If he says this person needs to die. So that's that's kind of the funny thing about life and existence in general is that we all have the freedom to do whatever we want at any time mm -hmm. okay and in truth nothing is right or wrong like it's just what like it's all neutral events right like if fundamentally what happens like we can see that rationally yeah but obviously like this is like we, we can, in this world of relativity, we can make judgment calls about whether something's good or bad. We can. We can. We, we certainly have the ability. And let's just take the Vietnam vet and the per first person that he killed. Of course, he's happy because that guy didn't kill him first. And so that's a good thing. He's, his family, his friends are all relieved that he did not die while he was there. The Vietnamese person that he killed is not happy. or Maybe he's happy. Maybe when you're dead, you're even happier. We don't really know, which is one of the reasons why we don't know if it's a good or a bad thing. His family is certainly not right. pleased that he's gone. So it's the right or wrongness of something truly is in your perspective yeah. on it. you know. Uh, and at the risk of being politically incorrect... It, it, uh, like you we could, could say anything. You could be found politically incorrect, so exactly. don't worry about it. <laughs> well, well, I'm going to just talk about the Paris attacks, um, which were horrendous, no less horrendous than what happened 9-11 here in the United States, but no more horrendous than what happens in Afghanistan and Pakistan all the time. And something is causing the radical Muslims to behave in a way that is to the to the rest of us that are not in that group we just can't understand it but it's not like they just decide that it is a good thing to kill people i mean there is there is there's no one who says that's not you know charles manson or something that says that those people we just we just like killing people. We're just going to kill people because they don't they don't kill each other. So just the act of killing people is not their is not their goal. Right. So there must be things, and 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 I can't imagine what they are, but something has convinced them that they are right, and killing them back doesn't change that they thought they were right. 
it just feeds that. And, and I don't know where it stops. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that we do nothing. I don't like it. I, I want us to do something. I want the whole world to do something to prevent that kind of thing from happening. I don't need revenge, though. It's yeah, revenge won't work. I think the difficulty lies and you can't rationalize with irrational people. It just doesn't work. It's like talking to a drunk person and being like, look, you need to listen to what I'm saying. Get in the car, sit down. I'm going to put your seatbelt on and we're going home or whatever it happens to be. Yes. (laughs) Okay. But let's get back to the whole judgment. Like we as individual human beings can never know what the whole big picture is. Right. So when we decide that our opinion is right above all else, everybody else's opinion is wrong in relative to mine, and then we judge those people as unworthy of being alive or unworthy of our forgiveness or unworthy of our kindness or unworthy of our love, we've made a decision based on very limited facts okay we need to we need to clarify this because i i still don't think you're accurately trying expressing what you're trying to say because i still don't even know okay you're making a judgment call regardless even to not make a judgment call is still making a judgment call that's true so like for me when we talk about judgment the only thing i can say is that i don't have to bring in the personal like uh, what is the word I'm looking for? The personal... I don't have to take it as a personal affront towards me when somebody does something I don't like. That's what no judgment means for me. It means looking at whatever happens and being like, oh, okay, well, I can get mad about this or I can just do what I'm going to do about it and yeah. drop the madness. Okay, well, and, and, and that's the kind of judgment that I really thought we were going to talk about today. But you brought up killing people right at the very beginning. No, 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 so, I know. But I mean, yeah. I want to know what you think. Because well, like, you make it sound like you're just saying, I'm not going to judge them and I'm like... Well, that's what I'm working on is not judging anybody no matter what they do to try to see that... But in, yeah, in but whatever what do you define as judging? What do I find as judging? What I find as judging is... Define. Deciding that something is... That somebody shouldn't have done something that they did. Right, okay. Okay, that's it. That this shouldn't be this way. Mm-hmm. If I, you know, or... It should be this way. This is the way it should always work. Then it shouldn't. This that should and shouldn't thing. That's what I think judging is. But let's take it out of the the, the extreme context. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Okay. No, I just wanted to define what we talk about as judging because I think that's the biggest hurdle when you tell people stop judging things. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I have to judge things because you can't not do that as a human being. You have to make a judgment call as to whether something's good or bad. But the way we're defining judging is defining whether it should or shouldn't have happened yes it should have happened because it did happen yeah like that's let's that just, is reality yeah we gotta accept that that's the reality of it okay. and i think that that's that's the that's the thing that we should we should ha um <laughs> this is my judgment and, and and you're right we all make judgments and we're and we're free to make judgments but if we could try to judge things based on reality as opposed to our personal preferences i think we would all be a lot happier for instance how many people complain when it rains okay first of all when it doesn't rain for a long 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 time you get what you have going on in california right now you have a water shortage but they have beautiful skies every day but they don't have enough water (laughs) Uh, and so to complain like, oh, my God, it's raining again today. Uh, you know, God, I had the, all these plans and now it's raining. In, it is raining. Why, why let one ounce of your energy, your compassion, your, your mood be devoted to being upset over something? First of all, you literally have no ability to control. Yeah, none literally none, literally yeah. none there's nothing you can do to control whether water falls out of the sky <laughs> you <laughs> do a rain dance yeah you can you can try and it might and, make you feel better and it might make you feel better and maybe it would but at least if you were doing a rain dance you'd be doing something to you you've made you've made a decision i do not prefer to have rain in my life i'm gonna do everything i can to stop this rain in my life i'm gonna do a rain dance 
As Complaining a... about the weather is, I think, a symptom of our like a just that is a a microcosm of all the problems of our society. So we complain about things that we have no control over and don't work on things that we can work on. Now, I think that's correct. So now let's talk about another similar type of thing. Okay, you get on Facebook, which I've I've decided is a terrible thing because it's very addictive. Um, Super addictive. Turned off my notifications last night at your suggestion, which I didn't even know I could do, and I'm glad that I did. Because um, it goes bing bong, and you're like, yeah, I got to look. I got to look. I got to look. But you get on there and you see someone posting something, you know, or posting a lot of things, or hardly ever posting, and whatever they post is negative or disagrees with what you want. And then you get this, oh, you shouldn't be posting that. You shouldn't be posting that. You shouldn't be posting that. Like, what? How could it make you any difference at all? What someone else posts or what they think, does it, does it affect you personally? Does it change how you feel? If it does, yeah, maybe, maybe it was a good thing that they posted it. If it just, it, you want to tell them that they are wrong for feeling that way, that is a useless thing for you to use your person for. Your, your, your humanness for it's it's a judgment of something that makes absolutely no no difference whatsoever so what we're doing right now in this podcast mm-hmm. what are we doing exactly the same thing but we are we are not forcing anybody else to do it people like i've it was someone made a comment and i'm sure if she listens to this she'll know who it was who said sometimes i just want to tell you to just oh shut up you're you know you're full of yourselves yeah there's an easy way for you to make me shut up turn it off <laughs> i am not forcing anybody to listen to this we're just discussing our opinions our preferences as you said earlier everybody makes judgments my judgment is that my life will be happier when I can find a way to forgive everybody for everything. So, my uh, many of our discussions on our podcasts are about how we are choosing to live our lives. I'm done with life happening to me. I am going to choose from now on, hopefully moment to moment. Sometimes I just lose my awareness and I forget. Often, I'm human but I choose to live my life in a way that makes me feel at peace and happier. And one of those things is that anything that upsets me, I don't have to say that it's the right thing, that it should have happened. But what I, what I try not to do is to say, is to be upset over it. Instead, I will find somewhere a reason or if no reason, then I will just say, I forgive this person for this thing that I think they did wrong. And I forgive myself for even thinking it was wrong. Because that makes my life more peaceful. I, I don't care if somebody wears an ugly shirt. I don't care if somebody posts every detail, minute issue in their life on Facebook. I don't care. It's not that I don't care that what's happening in their life. It's that I don't care if they do that. And I know a lot of people going, oh, you're saying too much on Facebook or, or you're hiding things, you know, whatever. Those things don't bother me anymore. I, I, if I find it entertaining, I will hit like. If I find it enlightening, I will hit like. If I find it none of those things, I scroll past it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the, the like, so somebody doesn't like what we're saying or like you're fully resolved. I'm like, you know what? You're probably right. But the point is, is that I'm choosing to share. This is what I want to share. This is what I want to do. You have the option to say, no, I don't like it. And I'll be like, okay, cool. Like I do a daily vlog. Like I'm basically like, what could be more narcissistic than doing a daily vlog? Like literally you're filming yourself and presuming that somebody would want to watch it. It's insane on the surface. But it's really, I'm not, it's like, I think a big change in societal shift that's happening now is that everything that we consume media-wise is becoming optional. It's no longer we're handed this. This is what you have and that's it. You got eight channels. You got channel six, channel eight, channel 13, channel 59, channel 20.1, and channel 23. Um, 
and 20.3 create well it used to be it was just 20 and 23 but then they added 21 you know the digital channels but now you have literally the whole internet at your fingertips you get to choose who you want to follow you get to choose what you want to interact with so there we can drop the whole like we can drop the hating you know what i mean like hating on something that somebody else is doing like i think it's stupid like yeah if you do Go ahead and don't ever think about it again. There's a classic example. It's a guy named PewDiePie. He's the most popular YouTuber of all time. Has literally 9 million subscribers on YouTube. This is hilarious that he's the most popular His ever. His PewDiePie. And I've never heard of him. Oh. Yeah, well, there. that's another thing. People hate on him all the time. And I'm like, God, you guys are such haters. Like, what do you care that he is popular? Like at this point, we have. If you don't like it, go do something else. Yeah. It, it, if you have time to complain about something, do something that you like doing. And I think to answer your question about this podcast, is that hypocritical? Because I'm kind of complaining. I'm not really complaining. I'm just expressing it. But I guess it is a complaint. I don't know. <laughs> but the point is, is I like doing what I'm doing right now. Yeah. So I feel like this is like a worthy endeavor. It is. Of my it time. is a worthy endeavor, and we've said it before. Even if no one but you and I listen to it. <laughs> Because we get to discuss what what we like discussing. Yeah, that's and, my litmus test for anything that I do. Mm-hmm. It's like, would I do this if nobody else watched it? Nobody else interacted with it? Don't get me wrong. Interacting with other people, having other people share their views, I love that. I love doing Well, that's the kind of thing that you watch and you listen to. Yeah. Are, are people expressing their views? Um, I'm going to get back to your haters for just a second because okay. that's... That would be the exact kind of thing that that I would want to look at when I feel that way because I just don't if if something if somebody's hating on something I just skip over it I I really don't read them as soon right. as I get the impression that they're going to say I'm like oh, whatever you know but what it does help me do when somebody's hating on something is it's it's a mirror for me to go oh I used to do that a lot more than I do it now. I'm going to remember that I don't want to do that. The next time I see something that I don't like, I'm not going to go, what the hell are you thinking? You know, yeah. How can you be so stupid? How can you be so selfish? How can you be any of those things? No, I, I am grateful that they are because it reminds me that that's an unhappy way to live. Oh, dude, I've gone down that hole. I've lived most of my life that way. And I think it's just in the past few years that I've really been trying to get to the point where I'm like, oh, you know what? This is a dead end. It's a dead it's end. It's a dead end. To try exactly and right. like complain about everything and to say how everybody else is wrong and like it's just a dead end. It doesn't get you anywhere. No. I think that's the thing. It's like people will say, "Well, if you don't do that, what's going to change?" I'm like, "It's makes zero difference. You can complain about it until the cows come home. The only thing that actually makes a difference, I think, is to bring up like the overall happiness of everybody else that's around you and when i say happiness i don't mean like this like you got a new playstation and you're super happy no, I mean, not a ha- bout of pleasure yeah you mean contentness happiness contentness being glad to be alive feeling like you have options of things you want to do and things like just thinking that this story that you're creating in life is worthwhile that's happiness to me unless you're doing something to bring everybody's story up then it's a dead end. It's just absolutely a dead end. People talk about like, well, actually, you know, I there's two people who are role models in my life for that, and that's you and my cousin Andrew. They don't like judge what other people do. Like you and him don't judge what other people do. Here's a good example. There's a new game called Star Wars Battlefront that's coming out, and the team of people that I play video games with, for some reason, lots of them are just like hating on it, and they're like, oh, I don't want to play this game. And then I come back and I'm like, I can't believe you guys are hating on this game. Like, I want to play with you guys. Why are you not wanting to get it? Why are you not excited about it? Instead of just being like, okay, I'm going to enjoy it. I guess I can't play with you guys, but that's cool. I've got other people to play with. And like, there's some part of me that has like this, that takes it as a personal affront that they don't like it. And it's just so silly. It's absolutely a dead end. Oh, I, I think I have a really good explanation for that, though. The things that you enjoy are really an expression of you. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I really enjoy dance mm-hmm. and literally can't understand 
how everybody doesn't have that in their in their bones. Right. You know, even when I don't know what I'm doing and I look like a fool, I still like it. And so when I share that and somebody doesn't like it, or or I talk about dance and they're like, oh, I hate dancing. I, you know, I can never do that. That's just stupid. Whatever. It used to bother me. Mm-hmm. It used to bother me. Just like you know, I'd be like, How can you not like? That? How can you not want to go dancing with me? How how could I go on a date with someone, sit in a you know a place where there's live music that just makes you want to get up and dance, and they have no interest in it at all? Mm-hmm. Like that's personally an affront to me, or at least it used to be. And now. I don't I don't feel that anyway, but I realize that the reason that it bothered me so much is because it's the same as saying some part of you is not good. Yeah, because it's such a part of me. So I, I think when 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 you put yourself out there, I like this and other people are going, well, that sucks. They're in in some weird way. We've been taught to believe that when someone says something you like is bad. They're saying you're bad. Right. Yeah. No, that's, that I that's like very you. true. Yeah, it's very true. And it, and it, and we learn it really early on. Although in this particular instance, their reasoning is just really stupid. Like, well, I, don't feel like, <laughs> I don't feel like it's worth $60 because it didn't have the features that I wanted it to have. And I'm like, guys, you just like... But no, I want to get to where I'm just like, who cares what they do? Well, that, that is where I'm at. But the, when Not I think quite. about it... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're still on a slow simmer somewhere. I'm about a slow that. on a yeah, <laughs> but my actions are basically that because like I I'm not gonna try to make them buy it anymore. Um, okay, so <laughs> where were we going with this? Okay, yeah, so I think just the basic thing is just stop taking everything as a personal front towards you. It's it's really not, dude, yeah. and you can spend. Did you know that your brain thinking uses up most of your energy? I have read, I read that, that somewhere. I don't, maybe I should fact check that, but I'm pretty sure that thinking uses up most of your energy. So when you're just like ruminating on stuff, it makes you tired. <laughs> it makes you super tired. And you're just like, oh God. I don't know whether that's true or not. I have read it and read it several places recently, but I will tell you that when I was in law school and I didn't get to exercise and use my body and all I was doing was studying and thinking, 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 I didn't lose a pound. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I gained a little weight because I didn't have time to move around. Oh. So, um, <laughs> well, Okay, you know, it sounds cliche, but like this is really you want to know the the key to the truth, the truth that will set you free. That will really give you that long-lasting, unshakable, unbreakable contentment and serenity that I do not have yet, but I'm 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 on my way. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> is um don't Worry about what other people are doing. Don't worry about it. Don't. Like, even if somebody's going to kill you, okay? It's okay. You were dead for millions of years before you were born. You'll be dead for millions of years after you're gone. It's okay. Just because something was short doesn't mean that it wasn't worthwhile. That's true. And and I will tell you that I think the other part of that, or the extension of that, is that once you stop worrying about what other people do and what what happens we're not i'm not saying be passive and just let you know things happen around you but stop judging everybody as wrong and you as right or your opinion as right and their opinion is wrong once you stop doing that there is it's almost impossible to be resentful to have anger that remains unresolved it's impossible to be fearful when you stop judging things as that happen as shouldn't have happened you know when you it's it's insane to say this shouldn't have happened when in reality it did that's just saying reality was wrong no it happened it should have happened that's because that is what happened it could be your preference that it didn't happen. it is definitely it definitely can be your preference but once you stop thinking that life has to go a certain way then when it doesn't go that certain way, you have really nothing to be angry about. And you've got the energy to change it. Exactly. Like, if you waste all your energy just 
saying that this shouldn't happen. It it's like I keep coming back to this, but it's really just a dead end. Like it feels like you're doing something positive and like you're standing on the side of righteousness, but you're not. You're just like kind of wasting your energy. Yeah. If you've got time to to complain about it and to ruminate about it, take that energy and do something to start moving things in another direction. Like I oftentimes at election years or when the economy's bad, you will hear people complaining about welfare uh, or some other program. They're like, well, you know, if they did this, if they did that, they should just do this. They should just do that. I'm like, okay, how about you? How about you start a grassroots petition, whatever, make that, make that idea known. You know, it's really actually is a, a really good idea. Why don't you do it? Well, I can't do anything. Uh, oh, so sp- sitting here trying to show how smart you are or trying to make a connection with me by showing this clever thing you've thought of is, is enough for you. Well, okay, then that's great. But if it's not enough for you, then take that and do something with it. The complaining, the being angry, the being resentful is, it's not that we never have that happen, but it should be an igniter. It should be the, the, the spark that gets your flame going for you to go and actually engage and create something in your life. Either something that's happier, that doesn't help a lot of people, that just makes you happier, perfectly fine, or do something that actually brings other people up, solves the problem that you think is a problem. So I, I would never, I, I would never want to leave the impression, and I think I might have, that, that that you're never angry, you're never upset, you're never resentful, you're never any of those things. But those are chemical reactions that should be resolved really quickly and and basically metabolized into an action plan to either resolve that issue or accept that issue and move on. It's not something that's just the same complaints over and over and over. I think uh, another thing that should probably be probably be mentioned is that there's no like set way. So like if yeah. you want to keep doing what you're doing, that's totally cool. It's just that you have a choice at all moments how you're going to react to something. Like you have your automatic response. You don't have a choice in those. So like if somebody cuts you off in traffic and you're conditioned to be really angry about that, you're going to get that hot flash. You're going to want to kill them. It's like there's nothing you can do about that. But after that, you have the choice to be like, I, do I want to be this type of person? Who's just always like set off by this and set off by that. And like, that's really like the most beautiful thing about life is you do have a choice to create who you want to be at all times. And other people, I don't know why, but people will try to talk you out of it all the time. Yeah. It's weird. Like what we're saying right now, I can hear different people, the arguments that they will bring back towards uh, not judging things or to create the way you want your life to be. Mm. There's all these different excuses, arguments, all this stuff. But really, like, fundamentally, it's just words, you know? Like, I, you can t- I can talk till my face is blue. You can talk till your face is blue. But really, we can just live our lives however we want. We can create it however we want. And it doesn't matter what anybody else says. Mm-hmm. I, th- I I think that's right. In fact, I did have a discussion recently with a very good friend of mine I have a lot of respect for, um, and it was on that very thing that you just said. Um, I We were talking about the fact that I I really do... Some cooking? Yeah. You want to hit that space bar? I really do try to find some good reason for bad things to happen when they happen um and for goodness sakes i have no idea if that's really the reason why those things happen but i do that because it makes me feel better in the world like like there is some let's say you know some small child gets hit by a car now how can that be a good thing you know it's really difficult to come up with something and when I can't, I will just make up something really outrageous because I, I don't have any other way of dealing with it. I, I cannot make it unhappen. I cannot 
prevent it from ever happening again. Those kinds of things happen. Well, for me, I don't need to rationalize those type of things. Yeah. Well, I I, I, I kind of do. I need to I need to know that. It's not that that's not even rationalizing, but that there is some plan I don't know about that that child was here on this earth for that period of time, and they had a great life for that short period of time, and now they've moved on to something else, whatever is next, and maybe there's nothing next. But- well, see, that's for me. Like if I look at that particular situation, you don't even need to have a next for that to have been worthwhile. Yeah, just because it was short doesn't mean it wasn't worthwhile yeah. just for what it was. Yeah. So I'm, we, were, we were having this discussion, and my friend showed me two things from the internet that basically said it is almost abusive to tell people that there might be a good reason for that, that it is that some things just happen, and you just have to carry them with you, which I don't want to carry those things with me anymore. And, and I, I agreed with her. They may be right. They, you know, it may be that when something bad happens in your life, it's supposed to eat at you for the rest of your life and that you're a horrible person if you don't let the death of someone or the abuse of someone or the genocide of a, of a nation keep you from ever being, you know, if you let, if you're ever happy again after having experienced that, you're a terrible person. That could be true. That could be the way we're supposed to be living. I choose not to live that way. And I choose to forgive anyone who's done anything. I, f- I forgive the Paris attackers. I forgive the 9-11 attackers. I forgive Hitler. I forgive all of those because my, my being cannot feel content in the world when I harbor that inside me. And, and it's, it, maybe I'm being noble. Maybe I'm fooling myself. I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think um, it just comes back to, well, here's my thing, is I think this kind of fundamentally needs to be resolved. There is no other. Any other person you see, guess where they came from? The earth. Guess where the earth came from? The universe. Guess where you came from? The universe. We're all just like apples on an apple tree. We literally came out of the earth like little apples on the earth just because we're not physically connected to it by a string, okay, does not mean we're, like, it's literally, it's like the difference between the air in your living room and in the kitchen. Somebody, it was Neil Donald Walsh, he made that analogy. The air in your kitchen and the air in your living room are one thing. They just, what separates them, right? It's just like some walls. And it's not, even if you look past the walls, you're like, oh, I guess it's not even separate anyway. You can't really make a distinction. It just, it looks clearer. The distinction looks clearer. But we're part of just this big, like, massive yeah. earth. And it, and it doesn't matter whether you look at it in terms, you know, in secular terms, like what you've just said, or you look at it from a more religious perspective. You know, every religion says we are all one. Every religion. That everybody is connected. And, and if you don't believe it, try walking into a room where, everybody else, where everybody's been fighting and, that, and there's total silence when you walk in. You will feel it. Even if everybody smiles at you, you will feel something is not right. Or if you walk into a room where everybody's been joking and laughing and they're happy and and really getting along and it becomes silent when you walk in, you might feel a little weird, but you will not feel that something is wrong. That's because we are connected. And if that's true, if we are all one, when I judge you, I'm judging me because it is if if you are part of me and I'm part of you, anything that I give you, I give to myself. Anything I take from you, I take from myself. Any judgment of you, I, I make I make it about myself. And that's if you if you get to that point, it is really easy to forgive everybody because it's it's fairly easy to forgive yourself to go, oh, well, you know, I made a mistake. It's super easy. It's super easy. <laughs> Sometimes it's not. Sometimes you harbor things That's that true. you've done and you just, you know, you just can never quite get rid of it. Yeah, but in general, it's really easy to rationalize your own mistakes. Yeah. Like, oh, no, come on. If somebody else had done that, I would admit I'd be unforgivable, but it was me and I had extenuating circumstances. Yeah. So, of course. <laughs> and, and usually our extenuating circumstances that it's us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> who could be mad at me uh, yeah 
I think just the fundamental thing is just like, look, it's like you can you can waste your time judging people. Like you can, in fact, you can you can comment on this very episode and you can tell us how wrong we are, how stupid we are. I invite you to do that. I, yeah, I invite you to do it just as practice for myself to be like, oh, okay, good to know you think that. Carry on. Yeah. Um, You're doing God's work, son. Well, you and I both went to this personal development workshop a few years ago at different times, but we both went to it. And I don't know if you did this exercise, but we did. Um, and that was where you just went, you know, as you know, they choose one person at a time in your small group. And then everybody tells you every negative thing they they can think about you. <laughs> I did remember you, that. You remember yes, that? very clearly. And, and and these are people that don't know you very well. So they've already, you know, had to think of something to form an opinion about you. And then you hear the same thing over and over. And then, or you hear something totally, first of all, you've never even thought about. Somebody told me, you know, one of, one of the people told me that my hair was too close to my face. So it looked like I was trying to hide. And I was like, huh. See, that's funny. Cause when I did that, it was, it did not go well for me. Really? Like, I found very quickly. But, you know, I don't think I really took that lesson to heart. It took me years to actually learn that lesson. I'm not sure I'd still even be able to do it because I have so many conditioned responses to want to be liked by other people. But, man, like, when they went at me, I was like, whoop, I can't handle this. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't handle it at first. And then the more they did it, the more I was like, uh, no, I don't think this has anything to do with me. I, I'm I'm pretty sure what you're saying right now is some hangup that you have. Um which maybe my my narcissism just turned on its head going, you know, that is so far from the truth about me and you don't know me that that I can hear that you're saying it and I can hear that you believe it and I I forgive you for thinking it and I forgive myself if it's really happening and I don't know. But it, it, it was really very cathartic for me um, I was able to, you know, have people just, they were just throwing these, you know, throwing mud at me. And, and, and as bad as I am at avoidance, you know, swords, I was pretty good at that mud, just like, you know, letting it deflect off me and going, no, that isn't how I am. And then okay, there were a couple of things that people said that I went, ooh, ooh, that rings true. Oh, yeah, yeah, I am that. Um, but even so, that's like the, when we talked about the truth, we were like, well, if it's the truth, it's the truth. Yeah. And, and so there's nothing to be resentful about. There's nothing resentful about being open-minded, hearing what other people have to say, deciding whether you want to assimilate that into your life or not, and not feeling bad one way or the other. It's just it's just facts, you know, one way or the other. And the facts, who knows? I don't even think there can be like one truth about anything. Because mm -hmm. You know what's funny is like, my existence could be us sitting here in this, right? But I don't know for a fact that you're not actually a cosmic race car and we're, to you, I'm another race car and we're racing on a track right now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like existence could be just that weird where when you turn right, that's you saying, that's you opening a door for me. Yeah. And like when I cook bacon, that's me like doing a flip in my car for you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So who knows, man? Just I, I've come to the conclusion I want to pick the best option for me. Yeah. And you know, it's like um, I think about like ex-girlfriends, right? And I think about sometimes when I say things and then like just like we didn't have the best relationship sometimes. And then I think about like the bad things I've done or the bad things they've done. And I'm like, whenever I become a better person later, right? I think there's always that fear that somebody's going to be like, oh, you're just like faking it. And like, you're not, you haven't actually changed. And that, look, well, I remember all the bad things you did here and there and there and there. I'm willing to be like, look, man, like, yes, we both did bad things and we've both grown since then. And I'm, I'm, I don't want to live in that world of harboring resentment towards people where on earth did this come from? I don't know. I don't but know. do you know what I'm saying? It's I do. like, um, um, and I'll give you a very funny response to that, that someone gave to me once, which I, I to totally do not agree with this, Okay. but <laughs> in the middle of some argument where the, the, the person that I was having this disagreement with 
got to the point where he was starting to agree with me, but he didn't really want to. And so he brought up something that had happened years before that. I was like, for goodness sakes, <laughs> that happened like 10 years ago. His response, I kid you not. People are in prison for things they did 10 years ago. <laughs> okay. Okay. But I'm not in prison. And I don't want to be punished for that thing anymore. I said I was sorry. I've done, I've never behaved that way again. I need, I, I need your forgiveness or we got to call this quits because that's just not right. <laughs> I think that like right now, let me, I'm trying to think if there's any transgressions <laughs> that uh, I, in my mind, other people have done that I'm still harboring resentment towards. And at this moment, I don't think there are. Like all the big ones that I can think of, I'm just like, yeah, man, it's cool. I have one I can't seem to get rid of, but it only crops up every once in a while. And the, and the ridiculous thing is that it has to do with money. And oh. because it has to do with money, I, I keep thinking, okay, I thought I'd resolved all my issues with money, but sometimes I'll be driving down the road and that scene will pop into my mind. I'll be like, are you freaking kidding me? Hey, those are Is tough, that man. Gone? Isn't certain, that gone yet? There's certain things that are tough. I don't think they're all gone. Just at this moment, they're all gone right yeah, now. They're I, all can, resting I can think right of other now. ones <laughs> that like when I get a little hungry and a little tired yep. and I think about those, I'll be like... Oh, that really makes me mad. Yeah. Or someone <laughs> will do something slightly similar. Yeah. That's and, the that's the real trouble is you can start punishing people oh, yeah, punishing in your current people. for things that other people did in the past. Yeah. Like that's really troublesome. And and what, what I fear uh, sometimes is that my past transgressions are being visited upon some total stranger. <laughs> and to all of you that are being punished for my behavior, I am so sorry. Oh, I'm really sorry that that's happening. But I'm sure that it is. Isn't it weird that, I've always found this really weird, that anything bad happens. You know what I mean? Like, I've always found it weird that I yell at people. I've always found it weird that other people yell at me. And that we like get mad at each other about things. And like, oftentimes it's inexplicable. Like, it's literally inexplicable. Sometimes you'll be talking and I'll be like, Mom, shut up. <laughs> like, I'll say that in my head and I'm like, where is that coming from? Like, why? What on earth makes me want to tell you to shut up? Like, do you know what I mean? I do. <laughs> I do. I think it's like the commercials on TV. Sometimes you just don't want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, last, oh, last night, this great example. We were watching Dancing with the Stars in the commercials. I was literally like... I'm going to destroy the TV if I hear another one of these god-awful commercials. <laughs> and like somebody could be thinking that about my voice right now. They could yep. be like, I want to destroy him. Okay, if that's the case, just turn it off. Yeah, Don't destroy your computer. Yeah, just go away. Just, it's, yeah, you, just turn it off. Everybody would be happier yeah. that way. Um, but, and see, here, as I, last, here's what I was thinking last night on those commercials. Okay, if, if you stopped having commercials, okay, we'd have never got to the internet. Because it's only ads that keep that up there. That Some uh, internet's true. free to you. So without the commercials on paid TV, that would ne that whole industry would never have evolved to give you all those options you have over there. It's even funnier because I want to make money on YouTube from ads. <laughs> well, that's where I was going next. It was like, okay, honey, the way you're planning on making your your livelihood in the future, you know, somebody's going to need to listen to those ads. It's true. So you should be grateful. Plus, if you, if they stopped making them. Look at how many people lose their job just like that overnight. Yeah, no, it's just, I don't know what it is. This is like sometimes, you know what sometimes I think it is? I think it's that we have no outlet for our animalistic hunting urges. You know? <laughs> You've said this before. Like it's like, Not on a podcast, but in your life. We need to, there's no outlet to go kill a boar, you know? Like a boar that's just going to like, it wants to kill you because you're trying to kill it. So it's a a deadlock and one of you gotta die <laughs> and we don't have that so anymore the commercials are your boar yeah this is a boar and i'm like i'm gonna kill this boar <laughs> but i can't eat the commercial after i mute it i just i get no satisfaction yeah and for me like i totally tune it out which i'm really good there's no doubt about it i am good at tuning things out which right. is i think why i've or maybe because I have developed this this uh, 
ability, which I work on all the time, and I'm not perfect at it. So when I say this, but my ability to turn off the resentment and anger when people do things that I that I think they shouldn't have done. Right. Because I would be like, why'd you do that? Well, no, okay. Well, let me step back a second. It's that fast for me now. That's why I think when that comes on, I just shut my mind off to it. I don't, in fact, I never hear it. Just like I didn't see the bright light of the phone last night. I kept setting my phone down when I was finished with it. And you kept flipping it over because the light was too bright for you. <laughs> Maybe your senses are more you know, sensitive than mine. Well, I'm a very observant, detail-oriented person. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> and the world is a little bit fuzzier for me. <laughs> yeah. So I see things very clearly like that. But I don't know. It's just like to those things as an example like that phone like there is an urge for me to get annoyed at that right but it, there's no point in getting annoyed at it it's just like look i don't want that phone there just flip it over turn it off and if they do it again clearly it's not as important to them as it is to you so you just keep flipping it over you'll have to keep flipping it over it's like you can't can't make something that trivial be important to somebody else it's hard to make Oh, oh, that was a that's a perfect example that in many instances that would definitely have been an argument. Yeah, like in with any of my past girlfriends, that would have been an argument. Right. It, it's ridiculous. Like, why can't you turn that off when you're done with it? Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I don't. Well, I hadn't really thought about it. And I'll try to remember. It's not my habit. I don't even care. Like, you yeah. know. OK, so we just hit on something like sometimes it takes 52 minutes to get to the gold. But I think we just hit on something is that. You cannot make somebody else think what you think is important. Important. Okay? For me, organization is super important. I cannot make other people think that organization is important. Mm -hmm. To other people, uh, uh, washing your hands before eating is important. You cannot make me think that it's important. You can. I mean, there's certain things you can. Especially you got a hold on me. You can make me do a lot of things. Well, yeah. But... The point is, is that this is, that's where the, you know, I, I, I really think this is kind of the truth too, is that when you get in a close relationship with somebody, you, you become very similar in the sense that you're always doing the same things, right? So when somebody does something slightly different from what you're doing, it's almost as if your left arm is doing something that you don't want it to be doing, right? So like the phone example, right? Like we spend a lot of time with each other. So it's like my left arm is not doing what I want it to be doing. Instead of just, there's something that I have no control over. This is a completely separate entity. So like we forget that another person is a completely separate entity entity when they spend a lot of time with you. Yeah. So it's like you get really annoyed because it's not, you do, you've given that person, you've lost that person's humanity and you've absorbed them into your own. Yeah. Well, and sense. it, and which is, which is right in a way because we really are connected, but we've lost the ability to communicate just without words, without anything. Um, and you can convince someone else, but you can't do it instantaneously. You can't upload your opinion into their brain and have them feel the same way about something that you do. Right. You know, over time they might. Um or over time, they might develop a way of addressing your need and keeping their own. Like, if you had actually just said the words, could you turn that off when you're done? I probably would have remembered to do it, but it didn't, that, that, that jump didn't make it last night. I just kept setting the phone down on the, there, right in your, you're blaring in your eyes. And my <laughs> brightness has turned up pretty high. I know that it's because my eyes are bad and it's good for me to be able to see. But, no more than I could, by not doing it, make you not think it was important. Right. By not doing it, I was showing you that I didn't think it was important. Right. And by you turning it over, you were showing me that you did think it was important. And no argument ensued. But had had this been some kind of relationship where you expected me right. to... The expectation, yeah. Yeah, it's an expectation that I read your mind... And that I change my behavior to fit yours. Right. And that's unrealistic and unkind and unloving to expect yeah. other people to change their being to fit you. So that's what I find very interesting because when you get to that realization that, look, another person doesn't have to do anything that you think is right or yeah. anything you even like. No. 
where do you make the decision like i want to spend a lot of time with this person like what what factors do you it's kind of like that episode of the simpsons where homer goes to all the different parallel worlds and then finally he just settles on the one where people have forked tongues but like lizard tongues right. but everything else is the same it's like oh, i can live with that um that's kind of interesting but like you know like your friends and your close relationships it's kind of like you do the same thing it's because you have given it enough time and i really do think that that is enough time if you as a child had had the the wherewithal to understand who i was then and and i were and had i been exactly as i am right now as a child when it just got all right on you at once or you were a new person in my life you might not really be able to accept all of my idiosyncronicities and the same way with you you know there's lots of stuff that you do that if i had if it were my life and it were the choices i needed to make i would do very differently yeah um and vice versa i know that but we've had all this time together your whole life yeah from the you know even before you were born you and i were together more than any other person in your life you've been with me every moment of your existence it allows us to look at what's good and go that's good that's good you know there's some other chaff that goes along with it don't care don't care at all when you meet a stranger there's no good to build on when the chaff comes out it's yeah. it's it's it is creating a relationship literally out of thin air yeah so what do you go on it's like almost just like you go on just that initial impression impression yeah. You're like, oh, I don't know, something yeah. about you. I'm something like, about you. Maybe some some connection that we don't know is working is working. What the, what I think has become the problem, and I know I experienced it. I am not a person who dates a lot of people. I date one at a time, and and until it you know doesn't work out, or you know I marry them <laughs> or, or move in with them. But I think part of the problem is that we're so used to making decisions quickly now everything's at our fingertips that we don't even give ourselves the chance to get to know somebody mm -hmm. um in a in a deep way so that we can know what's good and what's bad and make that decision that yeah i know we're not going to be exactly like we're not going to fit together in every way but all of these things make it well worth what i what i th quote think i'm giving up or what i'm you know what i'm not comfortable with as long as you can give that other person the freedom to follow their preferences ah happiness is created when we're together but you have your preferences i have mine and i want you to enjoy yours whatever they are in fact i will enjoy them for you i'm like when in any way that i can support you in enjoying the things that you that fulfill you and excite you and allow you to be yourself and i'm not saying you robbie i'm saying you anybody right you know the person in my relationship you know the the the, the kid on the bicycle outside as as long as i don't need you to behave a certain way so that i can be happy i don't i don't need you to i don't need you to come and visit i don't need you to keep your clothes a certain way or your hair a certain way or your anything. I don't, I don't need you to do any of those things to make me happy. I can, I, I can give you as the person that I'm in this relationship with all the freedom. I just need it back too. And then we, we can both be happy. So if I have my phone here and it's bothering you, you just need to tell me that it's bothering you. And then I can decide whether it's important enough or maybe I just put it on the other side. You know, I, I make some adjustment because I don't want you to be uncomfortable, but I'm not going to change my behavior. And I'm using something really trivial, but it... it no, it's it, that's a microcosm. Of it's a microcosm of it. And it is exactly the kind of thing that couples argue over. Yeah, it's over, over, argue over the stupidest things. There's a funny Dane Cook. He's a comedian. He does mm -hmm. a skit called A Nothing Argument. And he's like, I love going to the grocery store. And then I like hearing couples have these nothing arguments. I was at the peanut butter aisle and they were in the cereal aisle. So I was like listening through the aisle <laughs> and I could hear them. 
<laughs> and that's exactly what it is and it's so embarrassing there is this hilarious youtube video where it's exactly that it's a guy and a girl they're speaking a fake language they're not saying real words but their emotions are spot on for an <laughs> argument like that and they're arguing about nothing and then one of them storms off in a huff and i was like oh my god that's humanity in a nutshell right there <laughs> It's like to an alien race, they'd be looking at us like with their binoculars from space. Like, what are they? What are they arguing about? They're just—they're not even saying words. They're just like grunting. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of them stormed off. And then they come back, and then they make up. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, let's cut to the chase, guys. Let's just stop the arguments and just get along. The Rodney King had it right. Yep, can't can't we? Yeah. I'll just get along. Yeah. And and really almost every argument is starts with a judgment. Like what you're doing is wrong and I have the right to tell you it's wrong and want you to stop. Right. Yeah. And <laughs> it's just it's just craziness. Even even just like well YouTube for instance, you know, yesterday you showed me that guy Having the reaction. Well, first of all, I saw your reaction on your vlog to Cloud being in Smash Brothers. Yeah. And I know just enough about video games to know who Cloud is, know what Final Fantasy is, and with a little reminder, what Smash Brothers is. <laughs> and and I was so amused when I watched him. I'm like, he must be out of his mind excited. I'm like, he must be out of his mind excited. And then you showed me this guy who whose reaction was a hundred times more excited than yours. And then he has a separate video saying the five reasons why it's such a great thing to have happen. But but when I saw him, in my mind, I went, I know that there are people out there right now that if they see it, they'll go, that guy needs to get a life. Instead of going, that guy's got a life. Yeah. He knows what he enjoys. He knows why he, he enjoys it and and is willing to share his joy. Like, how could anybody not like that? Yeah. No, it's kind of a strange question. It, it, that is a strange judgment to make. And also, he brought up another good point, was that it seemed like such an improbable thing to happen for Cloud to be in Smash Brothers. I won't get into the details of why, but just suffice it to say, it's very improbable that something like that would happen. And everybody online would always be like, oh, no, there's no way that's going to happen. No way. And it happened. And he was like, you don't know what's going to happen. We've made it up in our... He, he was speaking to just that, but he was talking. He actually was speaking to a larger truth. Yeah, he got to the a, larger truth. You don't know what's going to happen. You've decided something can't happen or won't happen, but it absolutely can. And if you believe it, like, why wouldn't it happen? You yeah, know? and I and I think that that the only time oh, I still I'm still so amazed. Cloud <laughs> and Smash Bros. That is a huge deal. That is so... He's going to become my main character. I've played as Link since 2000... No, 1999 when the first Smash Brothers came out. I think it was 99. Yeah, it was. Wow, 1999 when the first Smash Brothers came out. I played as Link. And I've been playing as Link ever since. When Cloud comes out, he will be my new main character. Wow. That's, That's a big, a big deal. deal That's a huge deal. Well, frankly, deal. I know how much you like Link. So, um, yeah. Well, so I think the only time... That And then I just want to get to his larger truth. The only time that things don't happen that you say can't happen is when you are the one that could have made it happen and you said it can't. Uh, if you say yeah. it can't and you're the one who could make it happen, then of course it won't. You know, there, there's that, you know, it's cliche, but it's said often. Whether you think you can or can't, it's you are right. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're right. Whichever one you That's think. That's what's great about platitudes is that they're usually true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they didn't become platitudes for no reason. Yeah. They just, they often were true, so they become a generalization. They're not always true, but generally speaking, they are. So. Oh, I think I'm going to, I'm going to tape more of those up on the wall. Well, I think you should. I think that'd be fun. Okay. So in conclusion, um, go live the life you want to live right now. This is the only opportunity you have to do it, which is right now. Don't wait. Like every moment, every moment, man. Every single moment is the moment for you to make the change. Don't worry about getting to an end goal. Just what you can change right now. Yeah. Do it right now. Yeah. Don't give up your now for some better thing in the future. And don't let anybody convince you that you don't know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. 
you know what you're doing, you know what you want to do, go forth. Like I can think of people saying life is hard. No, it's not. For them, yes, it is. Whether you believe you think it is or not, it is. You're You're right. right. Yeah. So (laughs) I that's not the way I want to live. I I don't want to think life's hard. I don't think life's hard. I think if I died 25 minutes from now, I'd be like, well, it was a good run. If I die 800 years from now, I'd be like, well, it was a good run. Yeah. That's it, man. Man, And that's all you can do is make it a good run. And you're the only ones in control of your life. So you have to make it a, a good run. You can't rely on other people to make you happy. That that can't happen. We've talked about that many times. You have to be the one that makes your life happy. And you do not make your life happy by complaining, by ruminating, by judging, by being resentful, by being angry, by being sarcastic, any of those things. None of those, if they make you happy, like literally if you can say, when I am angry, I feel this great sense of contentment and joy. First of all, you don't know what angry is. <laughs> no, that, that's or just contentment and joy. That's not anger, brother. <laughs> yeah. Or you don't know what joy and contentment are. Um, but but they, are, they are opposites. So you can't feel those two things at the same time. So if you are, and you can do it for all you want. It's your life. You, if that's how you want to live, it's okay. I choose not to be that way because it doesn't make me happy. Right. And since I only have to my knowledge, this one life. Maybe there's more. Maybe I've lived many times. Maybe I'll live many times again. As far as I know, this is the only one I got. So I'm going to make this one happy. And it it's all my choice. So I'll choose to look at things in the most forgiving, loving, kind way I can. I like it. I do too. Okay. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week as always. Bye.